No one can predict the next bear market accurately. The only sure thing is it's going to happen. Is your retirement ready for whatever comes next? On today's show, we'll outline some moves you could make to help protect your retirement plan. Welcome in to Your Retirement with Sam Dulles. This is Your Retirement. Chuck Caton here for Dual Financial Strategies. And once again, in our studios, we have Sam Dool, Andy Schooler, Luke Van Abel. And we're ready to talk retirement because they're all set with the Retirement Lifestyle Review with our over 20 years of experience. And it's always good uh, to uh, meet with all of you. And, of course, many so-called experts, Sam, said that the uh, conditions were right for a bear market last year. Uh, but in reality, the S&P did the opposite, uh, rising more than 25% in the last 12 months. So no matter what happens, uh, our listeners need to be prepared, don't they? So uh, you've got some ways that uh, can help protect uh, their uh, retirement plans. And one of the things is when they sit down with you, you uh, quiz them on their uh, asset mix. Yeah, we absolutely do, Chuck. We run their portfolios through uh, a gamut of tests. Uh, it's called Riskalyze to determine exactly where are they and what sort of a mix do they have. Um, because what you want to be able to do is be kind of, you know, you kind of want to straddle, straddle two different lines here. Obviously, when the market's going up, you want to try to be able to take advantage of that upcycle in the market, but you don't get greedy. So if you can have something, we call this tactical management. If you have active tactical management, if you can just capture 60 or 70% of the upside of the market when it's happening, but then have yourself positioned so that when ultimately that bear market comes, because it always will, that you don't participate in any more than 30 or 40% of the downside, the math will work on that for you. That's all a part of asset mix. That's all a part of allocation. But the biggest thing that it's a part of, and this is what you have to understand when you go into retirement, is if you're going to be in the stock market, it has to be active tactical management. Absolutely. And uh, again, we're talking about protecting your assets here. So, Andy, uh, it never hurts to add to your cash savings, uh, does it? Well, no. I mean, cash is king, right? So bear markets become problematic when you need to liquidate. Share prices are down and liquidating locks in those losses, as they always say. Now, in a perfect world, you would avoid selling some of those shares until the bell market ends and share prices recover um but that's not always an option you know unfortunately waiting out a bear market is tough when you're about to retire or in retirement and especially if you need to take retirement distributions out of that to offset your cash gaps um you generally have to liquidate shares and that's not always the best time to do it now granted we can't time the market so <clears throat> as sam said basically if you can avoid those massive losses and and position yourself so you're only taking a small percentage of that loss then you're in a better position to recover as well as not have to dip into as much of that money as those share prices are going down. That's why it's smart to increase your savings as you approach retirement. The more cash you have, the longer you can delay those bear market liquidations. And you might not have enough cash to outlast the bear market, but we can certainly put a plan together and make sure that you have what you need to be flexible and be protected. Well, we look at uh, all sources of income, Luke, and uh, when we're approaching retirement, uh, we do know one thing, that we uh, have to uh, think about continuing to work at least, uh, for most people, until 62 or 65. You've got the health care uh, situation. If you uh, don't make it to 65, you can't uh, get to Medicare. Uh, so there's a lot of different things we must think about, but when it terms to uh, comes to uh, uh, deciding when to turn on Social Security, that is always a um, uh, 
uh, a uh, dilemma, I think, for most people. And that's where you can help, uh, protecting your Social Security, because that's another source of income. That's another bucket. But you have to do it prudently and wisely, don't you? Right. And before you can protect your Social Security, seeing we're talking about that in this segment, you have to project and understand what your Social Security benefit is going to be at when you're 62 or full retirement age or 70 years old. So you want to take a look at those, pull those numbers so that you can have a good idea heading into retirement, what that's going to look like. Um, And the other thing you have to realize is that by delaying your social security, if you're taking a close look at those numbers, you'll notice that every year that you wait to take that social security, that payment is increasing by seven to 8% per year. So if you're concerned about inflation, if you're insurance, concerned about um, having the most income for your retirement, waiting to take that social security can help offset inflation and ensure that you're going to have adequate income coming in for the life of your retirement. Absolutely. Now, what you have to do, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, to answer all those questions in a bear market. Don't get scared. What you should be doing is giving them a call to Dual Financial Strategies. And it's very simple because they're going to give you a complimentary review of your retirement plans at 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486 anywhere in the Fox Valley that you're listening to us and uh, get that retirement lifestyle review because, Sam, uh, it uh, always is uh, necessary uh, in a bear market where people say, oh, my investments, where am I? What am I doing to protect myself to have a backup plan? That is absolute truth. You know, it's not just about having a retirement plan. If you've got a full plan, that includes a backup plan. Everything that you do needs to have a choice B. Uh, attached to it. And a really good, well thought out, well crafted retirement plan will give you that. It'll give you those options. So it's not like if a if a bear market happens, Chuck, as a retiree, you should not be needing to go into panic mode and start making all sorts of decisions. Because I promise you, 100% of the time, if you're making decisions based on the stock market, and you are emotional, your decision will be wrong. It happens all of the time. It's the reason why uh, average investors underperform institutional professional investors so badly because you allow emotion to take over. So you need a backup plan in case it happens, but it should be built in. What are we going to do? Do you need to just exit? Do you need to transition down to part-time work instead of full retirement? Do you need to downsize what you're doing? These are all things that you have to know, but you have to have these things in place before it happens instead of waiting until the event is on because in the heat of the moment, you'll make bad decisions. Yeah, that's a, let's go turn back the clock a little bit, Sam, on this now. Let's go back 12 or 13 years ago when we saw the major downturn and people were heading into retirement and maybe the timing wasn't right. They, they were uh, victims of their own uh, birth year, I guess you'd have to say. So how, how, when you had people uh, looking at their portfolios dropping by 20 or 30 percent back, say, in 07, 08, uh, what was the, the, the plan? What was the advice uh, that you, you came across? Well, that was the thing is that most people back in those time frames, they had no plan. Chuck, that's the biggest problem that we run into when people come in and visit with us is they simply don't have a plan. One of two things is always what's happened. They're either still in their 401k plan, which is just a bunch of different mutual funds. And typically people choose those mutual funds based upon two things. What's the past performance been and what are the fees in it? 
which tells you absolutely nothing about whether that's a solid position for you. Or they've rolled it over to an IRA outside of the 401k, and that is nothing more than someone has, again, taken some mutual funds, the exact same ones that they could have used inside of the 401k to begin with, put together their blend of it, and that never changes either. So the reason why people got so hurt so badly in 2008, 2009 is because they weren't ready for it. They didn't have enough diversification in their portfolio, and they didn't have an active strategy and a pre-thought-out plan to say, okay, if this occurs, this is what the managers are going to do. We make sure everything we put together has those safeguards built into it, whether it's uh, using uh, instruments that will not allow you to take a loss, that will give you partial rates of interest when the market goes up, but don't allow you to lose money when it goes down. Instruments that have predetermined what we would call a hedge built into it so that it will have a pressure relief valve at a certain point. This is active management, Chuck. This is real retirement planning. And that's what you need to have absolutely going forward in today's world because it is so uncertain and so volatile. All right. So Sam, bring it. Bring 2022 uh, with confidence with you, right? And that's where uh, you can uh, help our audience uh, muddle through uh, any uh, bear market. This is the opportunity for you to sit down with one of the advisors, sit down with Andy, sit down with Luke, sit down with myself, and see if you're positioned. And if you're positioned, folks, perfect. We'll tell you you're positioned. We'll tell you that you're perfectly fine, that you don't need to do anything, that you just keep doing what you're doing. If you need some tweaks, we'll tell you that too. If it's a disaster that you're doing, we're not going to tell you that it's a disaster that you're doing, but we will show you. We will get you pointed in the right direction. Whether the right direction is us showing you what you need to do and then you taking that back to your current advisor and you teaching them how to put a retirement plan together or it's you doing it by yourself if you are a do-it-yourselfer or if it's engaging with us as a registered investment advisory firm to do it for you and to work for you all of those options are available to you but you have to make a call you have to come into the office I know you want to do something positive but you got to pick up the phone Absolutely. And the way to do it, ladies and gentlemen, at no cost, no obligation, is to give uh, the fine folks at Dual Financial Strategies, Sam, Andy, and Luke, a call at 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. Sam has penned a book, Purpose Determines Placement, and uh, I'm sure he will be benevolent enough to give you a copy of that when you have your consultation at no cost, no obligation right now. And uh, talk about getting that retirement lifestyle review. Once again, and it's 866-203-7486, 866-203-7486. No cost, no obligation. Get that retirement plan in order uh, from Dual Financial Strategies. Well, Sam, we've got to take a break. What's coming up in the next segment? Many people don't really start saving for retirement until a little bit later in life. But the good news is it's not too late to put together a plan that can help you have the kind of retirement that you deserve.
Welcome back to our uh, fine program that you're listening to here in the Fox Valley. It's called Your Retirement. And I'm Chuck Caton for Dual Financial Strategies with over a score of years of experience. It's Sam Dual, it's Andy Schooler, it's Luke Van Abel uh, right here in studio. And it's 866-203-7486. That's the way you get a hold of them uh, anywhere in the Fox Valley that you're listening to us for fine retirement planning. And you won't get the cold shoulder, even though you've had the cold temperatures over the last couple of weeks or so. And so I guess for a lot of people, it's not realistic to uh, uh, prioritize retirement savings any earlier in their careers, but uh, whether it's kids in college or buying that first home or just paying off some debt, saving for retirement wasn't a priority. Maybe when you were in your uh, 30s and maybe early 40s, maybe it is now as you enter 50, 55 in the uh, retirement red zone. So now uh, we are going to outline uh, several ways for you to supercharge your retirement savings. Uh, when starting a little bit later in life, because I guess life happens, you've got expenses, and maybe you made some mistakes, Sam, uh, early uh, in your uh, life where you didn't save enough, and now you have to, uh, I wouldn't say scramble, but uh, you do have to be cognizant of what you need in retirement, and uh, building that emergency fund is oh so important, isn't it? That's the first thing. I mean, first things first, you've got to have a sufficient emergency fund. Uh, you can go through your budget. You can see how much you would typically spend. Uh, you can put away, we would typically recommend that you have at least several months worth of wages in there, uh, but you want that emergency fund and you want to make sure that the money is liquid. You need to be able to get to this money. So keep it in up in a, the highest yielding savings accounts you can find, keep it in a money market account, whatever it is. I wouldn't start putting this money into CDs because you get penalized interest if you pull out of a CD early, but have depending on your lifestyle, anywhere between three to 12 months of living expenses in an emergency fund. Yeah, that's very important. And I guess that varies, doesn't it? When you talk about that timeline of what to do, when you advise somebody, uh, how would you determine how much of an emergency fund time-wise they would need? Well, we'd, we would basically just sit down and see what are they earning now? What are their expenses right now? What's their lifestyle look like? Really, what we're going to look at here is how much does it cost you to fund your lifestyle? And then we build an emergency fund based off of that. All right, Andy, let's talk about people who are working. They've got that 401k plan and uh, they're going to receive some free money, aren't they? Because they should be maxing out their employer-sponsored retirement account. And if they've got that matching fund from their employer, so much the better. Well, it is. Don't leave the free money on the table. So if usually it doesn't require you to max out the entirety of what you can put in there in order to receive that. Your employers are only going to contribute some smaller percentage, you know, 3%, 6%, something like that. I haven't seen too many that are greater than that. So from a standpoint of most 401ks, 403bs, or employer-sponsored retirement plan, that's your easiest way to start saving simply because that's what's what's readily available. The first action to take on these plans is to take advantage of the, of the matching and also understand that every year some of these contribution limits have gone up. So in 2022, it is now $20,500 or $27,000 if you're over age 50 that you can contribute the maximum allowed to your company-sponsored retirement plan. Now, this is something to investigate a little bit further with your HR. Do you have a Roth option or do you have only a traditional option available to you? Um, most of the time, 
if you think that taxes are going to go up in the future and you have a Roth available to you through a company-sponsored plan, then I would recommend going in and focusing intently on the Roth plan um, because you won't have to pay taxes on that at a later point in time versus your traditional 401k. You will. And for most people, it's their biggest um, investment that they have going into retirement. Yeah, we're talking savings for retirement uh, here uh, with Sam Duell and Andy Schooler and Luke Van Abel. And Luke, uh, as Andy just touched on it, uh, why not? max out that Roth IRA if you've got the ability to. Right. The focus is on, you know, the emergency fund, then getting the free match money. But after that, once you've got the free match money, um, opening a Roth IRA is a great way to create some flexibility with your retirement. I mean, we talk about diversification among, you know, the different assets that we own within our retirement accounts. But what about diversification among the tax qualifications? So the types of retirement accounts that we have. And so a Roth IRA is a great way to do this because when you draw that money out in retirement, you're not going to be paying any taxes on those distributions. So for 2022, there's some different uh, limits for the contributions that you can make to an IRA, any IRA, whether it's traditional or Roth, and that is $6,000 if you're under 50. And for those of you that are feeling a little bit behind or later in life, you're over 50, you can do $7,000 per year um, into these accounts. And remember, you can do the contribution to the 401k, and in addition, you can do additional funds into the Roth IRA once you've gotten that match money. Yeah, I mean, it's well, interesting. The, yeah, go ahead, Andy. I was just going to say the nice part about having the ability to do both of those things is that, you know, if you have the money to do that and, and your income allows you to do that, then um, absolutely put as much money as you can into those tools because uh, for for most people, it's, it's one of your greatest resources of tax-free um, income later on. Absolutely it is. And uh, whether you're working, and again, we uh, the parameters are very simple when people are working, and most people who are listening to us right now are still gainfully employed, so they can put those maximums in, and that is, of course, the only retirement. You can't just sit there and not, not be making any money and then all of a sudden take money out of your savings account and put it into those uh, situations, into the, either of those uh, funds, the Roth or uh, the regular IRA. So. Uh, Keep working and keep saving, I guess, is the way to do it, Sam, right? And what about uh, health savings accounts? We don't talk very much about it. Maybe some of our listeners uh, don't have a high degree of knowledge about it, but maxing out those HSAs are also another way to save. These are what we call the ultimate vehicle from a tax perspective because they're essentially triple tax-free. The money that you put into a health savings account is either tax deductible or if you're doing a contribution from work, it's not counted as income. The growth of the um, of the mechanism inside of the uh, HSA is tax-free or tax-deferred, basically. And when you take money out, as long as it's for qualified medical expense, um, that is tax-free. So they are highly tax-advantaged. You do need to see if you... Um, qualify for these you do have to have a high deductible health plan in order to qualify for these but just do some checking to see if you either have available ability for one at work or if you are qualified for one that you could do it um they're they're wonderful they're wonderful tools and we tell people that especially as you start getting into the later years and let's say that you're sitting here now and you're you know you're five six seven eight years out from retirement um a lot of times we'll speak with people and and start recommending it's like look start maxing out that hsa as much as you possibly can especially if it's portable and you can take it with you because this it doesn't expire i mean chuck this thing is no different than a than a 
IRA or 401k or whatever, you take it with you. It doesn't expire. You can always use it for qualified medical expenses. So take full advantage of that HSA. And if you don't use it all for qualifying medical expenses, you can draw it out once you're 65, just like you would from an IRA. That's correct. So yeah. there's no yeah, penalty to on it. Yeah, yeah, there's no penalty to having extra in there that, you know, that's something that I don't think people are aware of. And today can be invested too. So yeah. And it's for contributions in it. It has the same type of parameters as what, uh, uh, you know, IRAs and things do uh, this year in 2022. Uh, if you're single, you could put $3,650 into one. Uh, you could do $7,300 for families. And I'm talking about if you just start one on the outside. Uh, or if you're over the age of, of uh, 55, single person can put in $4,650 or a family can put in $8,300. So absolutely take advantage of these health savings accounts because they are phenomenal. Absolutely. We're talking about saving late in retirement here or in pre-retirement. And when you didn't have a chance to do as much savings as you wanted to do in your 40s and 50s, it's still never too late is it andy but uh, one of the things you need to do is get rid of high interest debt because that can drag you down well yes and and sitting down and going through what your expenses are versus what your income is um we always like to look at what debt is still out there and and some people get attached to wanting to pay off their mortgage you know you're getting close you've got sixty seventy thousand dollars on it um be very mindful of that because if it's not usually recommended that you would take money out of a qualified account because you'd have to pay taxes on it to pay off what is probably a low interest rate as opposed to credit cards, which on average are 16 to you know 24%. Um, so it, it really can make a difference in your in investment savings to have your debt paid off because obviously that's a depreciating asset, something that you can't that is it is a struggle for people later on and so making sure that before you retire you have your debt paid off is beneficial all right and luke what do we mean by watching out for lifestyle inflation what's that mean well as your income increases over your working years um the tendency can be to spend you know more of that money i mean we, we feel like we kind of deserve it but i would advise people to consider that having what's called a zero sum budget that every dollar that you make is accounted for and as your income goes up to have an additional amount that could go to these different buckets that we've been talking about and talking about in a way of priority um, so that you've got extra funds that can flow into here for retirement um, so don't don't spend all that money uh, that you're making um, use some of it to enjoy but then have have a zero sum budget so that you um have some additional funds to go towards that retirement that you might feel a little bit behind on. All right, so Sam, as we wrap it up here, it uh, is all about creating multiple streams of income. You always want to have more than one choice when it comes to income, Chuck, and that is what a well-thought-out, well-designed retirement plan is going to do for you. We always want to make sure that that's kind of like that backup plan we talked about before. You've got money coming from different places at different times so that you don't ever have a surprise. Worst case in the world, you're sitting there, you got all of your money thrown into the market, you didn't do it correctly, and all of a sudden you take a 40% decline, now you're afraid to spend the money, you got a problem at that point. Multiple streams of income are absolutely imperative. All right, so again, what can you do for our listeners? Talk to you, folks. That's what we do every week on the radio show. That's what we do when you come to our classes in Green Bay and Appleton. That's what we do when you see us on television. We want to educate you. The Retirement Lifestyle Review Meeting is an educational process. It's a chance for you to get to know us better, 
us to get to know you and see if we can provide some value in your life. But you've got to make the call. You've got to come in and see us. If you want a real live face-to-face, no sales pitch, no pressure presentation, and talk to human beings who do this for a living and it's all they do, give us a call and find out what will your retirement look like. Absolutely. And the way to do that, ladies and gentlemen, is to give them a call at 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. That Retirement Lifestyle Review from Dual Financial Strategies is going to benefit you in your retirement because it's all about you. Once again, it's 866-203-7486. Complimentary. No cost. No obligation. Sit down with Sam or Andy or Luke, and you'll be glad you did. What's coming up in the next segment, Sam? Well, how do you know if you are really ready to retire? You've saved, you've sacrificed, and you're still not sure. When we come back, some simple calculations that can help you decide to take that next step. Welcome back to our show, Your Retirement. Chuck Caton here, along with the fine folks at Dual Financial Strategies, anywhere from Green Bay to Appleton, anywhere in the Fox Valley. And you can give them a call at 866-203-7486. No cost, no obligation uh, to get that retirement lifestyle review. Just sit down with them. They're comfortable to talk to about your retirement. As you're approaching retirement, maybe you're in that retirement red zone that we talk about four, five, six years away from retirement. It's time to seek some advice uh, from Dual Financial Strategies with uh, over 20 years of experience uh, in this realm. So let's set the scene now. You've worked 30 or 40 years, as we said. You're uh, highlighting retirement soon. You've saved into your 401k, but maybe you've paid off the mortgage. You've got no consumer debt. That is the ideal. Social Security's around the corner, and you want to maximize that benefit. So the next stop Uh, the internet. And then it's uh, information overload. You're looking at things and going crazy uh, with too much information here uh, cramming into your brain. So let's go over some of these calculations to help uh, craft a plan because that's what Sam and Andy and Luke are good to to do with you. That's what they're experienced to do. So Sam, what to do and how to know when you can retire. That's the number one thing. And I think that people look at a a statement in their portfolio and they say, I've got X number of dollars, but Sam, can I really retire? You know, Chuck, there's a lot to be done if you're doing this correctly. And at some point, you're probably going to want to get some professional help. Um, We're going to talk on this segment about the different things you can do to get you moving in the right direction. But I think the number one thing to do from the very beginning, as you mentioned before, you go to the internet, you get information overload. And I can't tell you how many things I've read on the internet about retirement and the different vehicles and stuff that were just flat wrong. (laughs) They were either misinformed, stupid, or it was just a It was just a lie and a sales pitch. So make sure you're talking to somebody that you feel comfortable with and make sure that you feel comfortable um, with what they're talking to you about and that you get going in the right direction because the worst thing that you can possibly do is get involved in a situation where you have been given missteps from the get-go and now you've got to try to backtrack. Yeah, that's a difficult thing to uh, consider. It's just plain talk, isn't it, Andy? I mean, the, the bottom line is uh, this isn't rocket science. It, it, it's, uh, uh, But you need plain and common talk to calculate what your income needs are. That That's what it boils down to, isn't it? 
Oh, beyond common talk, I think it's a common sense budget <laughs> before you jump in and begin picking from some random list of investments that you found maybe on the internet or, you know, broker recommended. You should understand that this is the very last step of the process. You can't sidestep this because you have to know what you need before you can do anything else. And I think that's where um, Sam and I really function, Sam and I and Luke really function, is understanding what is it really that you need? What makes you tick? What is, what's your why? And to do this right, you've got to sort through all of the things, right? Your bank payments, your insurance payments, so property, property taxes, um, monthly living expenses, You've got irregular things that come like, you know, gifting or travel. Um, so you need to kind of think about this. And an easy way to do it if you use your credit cards is look at your credit cards, look at your bank statements over the last three months, six months, a year, and understand what it is that you really spend on the course of a year. Another point to make here is realize that your spending amount will be when you retired, what is going to change? Do you have debt right now that you're paying off? If you're still working, are you know, do you have a, um, a thought process about how's the quality of your roof right now? How's the quality of your furnace, your air conditioner? Are you planning on replacing those things before you go into retirement? So there's lots of different things to take a look at. Do we need to replace a car? Um, so consider that, that your budget has to include a lot of different things to make sure that you have covered your basis and know what you need and if you have an income gap. And let's talk about calculating that income gap, Luke, because I think people could be confused on, well, let's see, I think I've got enough here. But uh, again, they they have to make a, a cold heart calculation about it in order to be successful, don't they? They do, and they've got to start with exactly what Andy was talking about. They've got to know what their lifestyle cost, um, specifically in retirement. And then after that, you're going to subtract out your fixed income, that kind of guaranteed income stream that you're going to have coming in. So these are things from so social security, maybe a pension if you're fortunate enough to have that. So if you've got you know, $3,000 coming in from those sources and you've got $5,000 in basically budgetary needs every month, well, now you've got a $2,000 income gap that you need to come from some other area. And Sam will talk a little bit about um, how to identify the returns and things like that associated with that income gap to put you in a strong position. Yeah, let's talk about that, Sam, because a lot of people uh, may not be that good at math. They're good at spending. They're good at uh, knowing what they're going to need every month, but uh, they may not know uh, what kind of uh, investment uh, returns they get to be able to satisfy those needs, right? Yeah, that's that's absolutely true, Chuck. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's it turns out to be math that doesn't have to be complicated. We've figured out what your income needs are going to be. Well, now we got to figure out what that income gap is, like Luke said. And like you said, let's say that for ease of math, that it's $20,000 a year. You need twenty grand a year is what you need uh, to live off of. Well, now you can do the math on that and say, well, okay, if I've saved a million dollars, then my income or my investments, whatever they are, they need to return me 2%, right? Because 2% of a million dollars is 20000 And then if you say, well, I want to factor in a little bit of inflation there too. So if you use a number like three, which has been kind of the standard for inflation. So you're sitting there and you're saying, okay, if I need $20,000 a year and I've saved a million dollars, in order to account for inflation, in order to account for my needs, I probably need investments that are running me about 5%. I need to be making about 5% on this. 
Well, if you look at that and then you say, but I've only saved Mm $500,000 and I need $20,000. Well, at that point in time, folks, the math tells us that you need to be averaging and running about 10% a year in order to make that number work. You might have a problem. You might not be ready to retire yet. You've either going to have to save more money or you're going to have to back off on what your income needs are going to be because these things have to fit because you really don't want to go any more than four, maybe 5% on your withdrawals on a sustained basis. Otherwise you could get yourself into trouble. And that's where you start picking and choosing what kind of instruments do you want to use? Chuck, that's why we call this book purpose determines placement. When it comes to the investments, you have to determine the purpose of the of the money. You have to determine the purpose of the investment before you ever start worrying about what that investment is going to be. Well, that's right. And Andy, I think Sam just touched on it, but you can maybe uh, expound on the hedge for inflation because he talked about that, the extra, you mean, and maybe even more than 3% the way things have been going here early in 2022. But that hedge is what you have to uh, be prepared to uh, execute. Correct. And unfortunately, look, there's inflation for all of us and it's built in and, you know, we do have to consider that when we're going into it and hopefully they'll get some of this stuff straightened out here sooner rather than later. So it's not long term inflation and the income gap amount that you came up with a moment ago regarding your um, how much money do you actually need and will need to be hedged due to future effects of inflation. So the amount of money that you need today will be greater in the future simply due to the price of goods and services increasing over time. So that is something that when you are putting together a plan that you need to have somebody in your corner that can be helpful and and really strategize how to do that. Yeah, right. we've seen, what, 7% inflation. And mm-hmm. I th- people have been surprised by that because this is something that hasn't occurred since 1980. So there are there are a lot of people that we that we are talking to right now that they were during the during the Jimmy Carter era when we had such massive inflation before they were kids. I mean, I'm 60 years old and and I was a kid when Jimmy Carter. Well, you were what, Chuck? Chuck, But you were probably what you were in in, you were out of. Yeah. You were out of college, but you were, you weren't old by any means. No, they called me two mortgage Caton because we were living in Madison, and that's when I got my job in Hartford uh, yep. to broadcast hockey. And we had two mortgages. We bought a house in 1979 uh, in East Granby, Connecticut, and uh, we were still living in Wanakee, Wisconsin. I, we yeah. hadn't sold our house, so uh, you're you're telling me I don't know, somehow yeah. we got through it on maybe like a thirty-five thousand dollar income at the time. But uh, you're right; uh, most of our listeners don't remember those days. No, no. But you have to make sure that you're planning for those types of things because they can happen. Yeah, that's true. And so, again, as we wrap up this segment here, Luke, uh, what do you do to find some income-producing assets? I mean, this is where you have to sit down uh, and and, and really discuss these things uh, with your clients. You do, and you have to have a a shift in your mindset because for many years you've just been plugging money into those 401Ks, those IRAs, and they've been appreciating in value. But now the shift has to become to assets that are going to pay you to own them or provide some guaranteed income stream and this is a whole nother world so if you've got questions on this we're happy to help Um, there's dividend producing stocks and there's other tools that can be used that will provide you a guaranteed income stream every month kind of like a pension would um, so that your lifestyle budget is accounted for every month and then you don't have to worry as much about 
you know, where's that food, clothing, and shelter money going to come from? And any other assets that you might have above that can be structured, maybe for a little bit more opportunity. So, Sam, what Luke's talking about basically is uh, sitting down with you and constructing that plan. And just talking through it, Chuck, that's the thing is we understand that these things resonate with you. We understand that many of you listen to this show and you have like aha moments. But I have to tell you, you've got to call. I don't know what we have ahead of us here, Chuck. I mean, we've got some crazy times that we're in right now. And, you know, it seems like it's one thing after another after another. And it seems like a lot of the things that we're going through today are basically manufactured. A lot of it is politically manufactured. Uh, We're coming upon midterm elections this year. That's going to be very tumultuous. Folks, will you please give us a call so we can at least sit down and talk? And we know if you'll be okay. We value you listening to the show. We value all of the time that you commit to us on this show, on the television shows, on coming to our classes. Let's just sit down and chat. Make sure you're going to be okay. And if it's not looking good, at least maybe we can give you some pointers and some tips to get you pointed in the right direction so that you don't become the next victim of political things, of economic things, of whatever things. Let's get you protected from that as much as possible. And the way to do that is to uh, give them a call at Dual Financial Strategies, 866-203-7486. Get that no cost, no obligation appointment to sit down and talk about all of the ramifications of what 2022 will have for you and and beyond in your retirement. It's 866-203-7486 because it is your retirement and you'll get that retirement lifestyle review. It may be tumultuous times, Sam, but I know one thing, we have a final segment that I know you guys enjoy. We do enjoy that. And boy, uh, folks have been busy this week sending us in lots of questions. We've uh, we've dug through them and we found some good ones. And we're going to talk about them when we come right back. And in our final segment here, thanks for listening to us here on Your Retirement. Chuck Caton here along with the fine folks at Dual Financial Strategies. Uh, It is Sam Dual. It's Andy Schooler. It's Luke Van Abel. And they are all set to answer some questions from our listeners. Uh, Are you not? All set to go, Sam? Ready to go. We'll try. All right. Let's uh, go to William and Hobart. Uh, who says, I'm uh, in my third marriage right now, and my first two marriages each lasted 10 years. Well, he's got some consistency. I don't know where he is for number three uh, right now. (laughs) I don't know either. He says, my spouses worked in jobs requiring him to pay Social Security. And now I'm currently retired, and I have been, oh, 23 years, it looks like. And he's worked for the city government his entire career. He currently receives a pension from the city. Am I I entitled to receive anything from Social Security from the time I was married to my previous spouses? It seems only fair since I had to pay each of them spousal support. What do you think? Sam, you're going to tackle that one. Oh, yeah. Thanks for giving me this one. (laughs) Well, Um, I don't have any answers. I can tell you that. (laughs) I guess the only thing I could say, William, is, I mean, you've either made really bad choices or really bad decisions, one of the two. (laughs) Kind of sounds like some of the general managers with the Hartford Whalers and Carolina Hurricanes over the years. Yeah, man, I don't don't want to be the bearer of bad news here. But um, the answer to your question, though, there is an answer to your question, Chuck, without getting into your marital history. But there is a provision that is known as the government pension offset. 
and that probably would wipe out any divorce spousal or divorce survivor benefits that you might receive. Basically, here's what it says. You can go to ssa.gov, uh, and and this the ruling is in there, but here's basically what it says at, at ssa.gov. If you receive a retirement or disability pension from a federal, state, or local government based on your own work, for which you didn't pay social security taxes, we may reduce your social security spouses or widows or widowers benefits. Emphasis on we may reduce it. So basically what they're telling you up front is that you would have to apply, you'd have to go through the process, they're going to look at it, but the you know the the precedent would probably be William that I would I would probably try. I mean, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained, but I would be uh I would be suspect that you probably would be declined well there you go uh that's uh the succinct answer there kind of a complicated situation i still would like to know how many years william's been married to his third wife that uh, i don't know but i just want him to go with the hat trick and stay with the third one <laughs> absolutely all right let's go now uh andy you've got huey in green bay that wants to ask you a question here he says i'm 65 i've uh, just started uh, going on to medicare I was told that my Part B monthly premium in 2022 would be $170.10. And the statement I received showed the monthly premium is $238.10. What do you think happened there? Sounds like good old IRMA. Well, IRMA is actually an acronym for Income Related Monthly Adjusted Amount. Leave it to the government to come up with some crazy name, right? Mm -hmm. So IRMA is determined by income from your income tax returns two years prior. This means that for your 2022 Medicare premiums, your 2020 and 2021 would be used. So if you filed a joint return in 2020 and had income between 182000 and or 228000 your Part B premium is indeed going to be more. And I'm assuming the 23810 is that that indeed. is actually what it would have been if they made between those amounts. Yes. All right. Now, here's a question that, uh, well, I'll have to say I'm going to have to deal with in a couple of years if I start taking my RMDs and some other monies out of my investments. All uh, right. The ceiling to stay in the, uh, say, 22% tax bracket is around that figure, right? It's about 100 uh, 82,000. So I think our listeners should be cautioned, shouldn't they, Sam, that if they're going into retirement, their Medicare will go up if they take too much money. Because uh, you have to count half your Social Security and that type of thing as provisional income if you've uh, filed jointly. One of the one of the aspects of really diligent high level uh, retirement planning, like we you know we practice at Dual Financial Strategies, is knowing and understanding these different things that can affect you. Because I, I would venture to guess that probably not one in a hundred of you have ever heard of Irma, that you have absolutely no idea what what that is. But right, uh, you know we have some high income earning jobs out here, and and you got to be careful, Chuck. I mean, it, this can come from anywhere. It's not just wages. It, you know, it's like it's it's all it's income, ordinary income. What did you have? So, if you're getting paid big bonuses at the end of your time frame or something like that or if you're a business owner and uh, you know you're taking large income draws at the end to pull down cash whatever the case might be we need to talk about it because this can this can can hurt uh, it's not like it's a retirement ending but the problem is that they look back two years mm -hmm. so you're going to be penalized uh, on this for a long time <laughs> uh, and it's just money it, it doesn't need to happen in a lot of cases, we found there's ways to structure that income so that you don't get hit like this. But 
it is a tremendous surprise to people when this happens to them because most people have no idea this this uh, thing called Irma even exists. Absolutely. And again, that affects your Medicare. And with uh, Huey being 65, it did affect him. All right, let's go for to sure. Grand Shoot now. And Alice is there for you, Luke. And uh, she wants to know, should I purchase an indexed universal life insurance plan so I could take loans out later uh, when I retire that are tax exempt? Or should I save my money for retirement in a Roth IRA? Uh, does the insurance have the higher fees in comparison to paying tax on the Roth? Great questions, Alice. I'm going to, you got a two-parter here for me, so I'll tackle the first one first. It's wise to recognize that um, the IUL, or the Index Universal Life, like the Roth IRA, are really the only two truly tax-free retirement instruments out there um, when we um, consider that um, you know municipal bonds and other things like that um, can cause your social security to be taxed but it does bring up a number of other questions because uh, you haven't given me much information here about you like uh, you know what's your current income level because at certain points um, your Roth IRAs phase out where you can't contribute to those any longer um, your current age and health is a big thing um, that would determine kind of the purpose of the money and what direction you would go in and how much are you looking to invest on a monthly basis? That's going to have a big determining factor as well. Um, but if you reach out and uh, we can connect, we can I can help position you for the right tax-free income. And on the second part there where you're talking about fees, will the fees be higher than the taxes paid on the Roth? Um, you're not going to have any... Um, taxes on the Roth. So there will be some fees, of course, built into the insurance policy. But if we're just talking, f you know, fees between an IUL and fees between a Roth, like instrument for instrument, over the life of the, the contracts, over the life of the, um, the Roth IRA, you're going to see pretty similar fees associated with those. So there's not really an advantage one over the other in that sense. Um, the real benefit, of course, like you've identified, is the tax-free component to these and finding the instrument that's going to ultimately solve everything that you're looking for um, based on some of that information that I don't know. So reach out so we can connect. All right, very good. And finally, Sam, we've got Adam and Kirkana uh, wanting to know. Uh, my wife and I are in our 70s, and I still work because I want to. My wife's retired, and we collect Social Security and have IRAs, and we want to put $200,000 in a no-risk place that may offer some growth, but it's still accessible when the day comes that we want it. So whether it's a few months from now or 10 years from now, what's the best place for it? And I guess no risk place. Is that even possible? Um, you know, it's it's something where you have to be cautious about the way that you, you talk about these types of things, because if we look at it from a purely a regulatory perspective, if you will, uh, they would say that there is no such thing as a no risk place, that there is there's always a risk of some type. But what you're asking there, Adam, uh, obviously, you would start to gravitate if we're using the, uh, you know, using this rule of purpose determines placement. Um, the first of all, the, if the purpose of the money is to have as low a risk cycle as possible or to have principal protected, uh, that leads me to, you know, uh, leads me to either some sort of a bank instrument, whether that be the highest yielding savings account you could buy um, or uh, or having some sort of CDs, maybe laddering CDs. Um, you know, the, the thing with that is that CDs are readily accessible, but you will be penalized uh, some interest if you take it out before the maturity date uh, and savings accounts are yielding net nothing. The second thing that would come to mind there 
would be if you go to uh, the insurance world, you could do uh, fixed annuities. I mean, you can do two-year, three-year, five-year fixed annuities, uh, or you could do uh, what's called a fixed indexed annuity. A fixed annuity is just going to give you a specific interest rate for a specific period of time. You're going to have less of a liquidity factor on that. You would be able to withdraw 10% of whatever the face value of it is in most cases without penalty. The same thing would apply to the fixed indexed annuity that your liquidity portion of that would usually be 10% of the face value. So if you had $200,000 in there, obviously you could withdraw $20,000 per year. But the fixed indexed annuity would give you much greater growth potential than any of those other instruments uh, simply because the way that it grows, the motor that makes it run is the um, underlying stock market indexes. But the insurance company takes the stock market risk so that they can't credit you with a negative rate of return. We would refer to that more as a principal protected position uh with upside potential all right so uh, we've answered some questions here so sam very quickly what can we do for our listeners just help steer them in the right direction chuck that's all we're looking to do when we do these retirement lifestyle reviews it is basically your meeting designed for you and its own only purpose its sole purpose is to help get you pointed in the right direction all right, and the way to do that is to give them a call right now. No cost, no obligation. It's 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486 to get that retirement lifestyle review. Sit down and talk with Sam, Andy, or Luke, and they will steer you in the right direction for your retirement. Once again, 866-203-7486. Give them a call right now. Sam, it's been a great show. Thank you, Andy and Luke. And uh, Sam, your final thoughts. Excellent show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And we look forward to seeing all of you very, very soon. Investment advisory services offered through Dual Financial Strategies, LLC, a Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Dual Financial Strategies does not provide legal or tax advice. Investment advisor representatives of Dual Financial Strategies may only conduct business with residents of the states and jurisdictions in which they are properly registered. Insurance and annuity products are sold through Dual Financial Strategies.